Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. Al-Bukhari reported that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The believer views his sins as if he was seated under a mountain, fearing that it would fall upon him. And the wicked sees his sins like a fly that passes by his nose, and he drives it away like this. Then he mentioned the hadith of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah is more pleased with the repentance of his servant than a man who camps at a place of doom, and he has his riding animal carrying his food and water. He then rests his head and sleeps for a bit, then wakes to find his riding animal gone. He starts looking for it and suffers from severe heat and thirst or what Allah willed him to suffer from. He then says, I will go back to my place. He returns and sleeps, and then getting up, he raises his head to find his riding animal beside him. And Imam Muslim added in his narration, from Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. He despaired from finding his riding animal, and while he was like that, he finds it standing by him. So he takes hold of its nose harness, then he says out of his extreme joy, O Allah, you are my servant and I am your Lord. He erred out of his extreme delight. It is from the kindness of Allah Almighty upon his servants that he facilitates for them the doors of repentance and seeking forgiveness so that the sinner returns to his Lord and repents from his sins, no matter how great. The rational person should view his sins and misdeeds as described by the Sharia and should not belittle them. And in this hadith, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, described the state of the believer with his sins. And he compared it to a man sitting under a mountain, fearing that it will fall upon him. And if a mountain falls upon him, the chances of being saved are dismal. For the believer looks at the greatness of Allah Almighty, His majesty, and the glory of His authority, His self-sufficiency from His creation, and the utter need of His creation for Him. And the slight disobedience of His Majesty is not an easy matter for the believer. For this reason, out of the fear of what he did, he views it as if he is sitting under a mountain. While the wicked person, a reckless, immoral person, belittles his sins, he even sees the most major sins as simple and trivial, as if it was a fly passing by his nose that he drives away with his hand and the fly leaves without affecting him. Not out of the lightness of his sins, but rather due to the lightness of his iman, faith in Allah the Exalted. Then Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, mentioned what eases the believer's fear of his sins, narrating that the Prophet ﷺ said that Allah is more pleased with the repentance of his servant than a man who camps at a place of doom. That is a place of almost certain doom, in barren wilderness and an empty wasteland. And with him is his riding animal, like a camel or a horse or other animal that carries his food and drink. And after he is tired from from the travel, he stopped for rest and slept without sensing what is around him. And he did not safeguard his riding animal. Then he woke up and his riding animal had wandered far off into the desert.
and after searching for it, he did not find it. And he kept searching for it until the heat and thirst became severe for him or what Allah willed of other types of afflictions. Then he said to himself, after trying to search for his writing animal, I will return to my place. That is the place in which he previously slept, waiting for, the, for Allah's decree upon him. That is death. And it is possible that he returned to this place because it is the habit of a lost or wandering animal to follow the traces of its steps and return to the initial place. Then the man returned to the initial place and slept a bit and raised his head after he woke up and saw that his riding animal was at his side. It returned to him, and there is no doubt in this situation he would have extreme joy. And in the narration in Muslim he said due to his extreme delight, O Allah, you are my servant and I am your Lord. He erred out of his extreme delight, for Allah is more joyous of the repentance of his servant than that man. Allah is more joyous for the repentance of his servant to him than the man is of the return of his writing animal when he gave up hope and despaired that he would die. Ibn Qayyim, may Allah have mercy on him, said that the repentance has a status with Allah unlike any other act of obedience. And for this reason, Allah is extremely delighted with the repentance of his servant when he repents to him. Just as the Prophet ﷺ compared it to the one who finds his writing animal in the barren and desolate land of doom after having lost it. And he lost hope in the means of life. And this joy does not come in acts of worship other than repentance. And it is known that this joy has a great effect on the state and heart of the repentant. And more of it is beyond expression. And it is from the secrets of decreeing sins upon people. And Allah has obligated repentance upon anyone who is aware that they have committed a sin. Whether minor or major, Allah Almighty said, O you who have believed, repent to Allah with sincere repentance. And Allah Almighty said, And turn to Allah in repentance all of you, O believers, that you might succeed. And Allah Almighty said, The repentance accepted by Allah is only for those who do wrong in ignorance. So every sinner is ignorant while sinning, even if he is knowledgeable. Allah's mercy has encompassed everything, and from His mercy is that He opened the door of repentance for His servants during the night and the day. And Allah loves the repentant and invites and encourages His servants to repent. So He accepts the repentance of those who repent and forgives the sins. And he is patient with the disobedient and does not hasten to the punishment so that they repent and return to him. Imam Muslim reported that Abi Musa al-Ash'ari, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Indeed, Allah extends his hand at night so that the one who did misdeeds during the day may repent and extends his hand in the day so that the one who did misdeeds during the night may repent until when the sun rises in the west. For Allah accepts the repentance from his servants even if it is delayed after having committed the sin. 
for the repentance, even though it was commanded immediately after sinning, Allah Almighty accepts it even if it has it is delayed. So if someone commits a sin in the daytime and repents at night, Allah accepts his repentance. And if he commits a sin at night and repents in the day, Allah accepts his repentance. And Allah extends his hand to receive the repentance of the repentant out of joy for it and to accept it. And this is the situation for people until the sun rises from the west. For if it rises from the west before the day of resurrection, then the door for repentance will close. Then after this milestone, no one's repentance will be accepted. And Iman, faith, will not be of benefit unless they have believed before that. And it is the meaning of Allah's words, the day that some of the signs of your Lord will come. No soul will benefit from its faith as long as it had not believed before or had earned through its faith some good. And there is another deadline for repentance, which is for a person to repent before their soul is about to exit. That is before the soul reaches their throat as Allah Almighty said. But, uh, but repentance is not accepted of those who continue to do evil deeds until when death comes to one of them, he says, Indeed, I have repented now. Perhaps the wisdom of not accepting repentance after the sun rises from the west or at the time of death is because at these times the reality is uncovered for people and they witness the horrors that oblige them to affirm and believe in Allah and His signs. And their ruling is like that of the one who witnesses the punishment of Allah. As Allah Almighty said, and when they saw our punishment, they said, We believe in Allah alone, and disbelieve in that which we used to associate with Him. But never did their faith benefit them once they saw our punishment. O people, know that the angel of death passes by us and goes to others, and he will inevitably come to us and pass by others. For the joyous is the one who takes heed from others and prepares for the meeting for meeting his Lord. And Allah Almighty has informed all creation of their passing. For Allah Almighty said, Every soul will taste death, and you will only be given your full compensation on the day of resurrection. So he who was drawn away from the fire and admitted to paradise has attained. And what is the life of this world except the enjoyment of delusion? The Imam Ibn Kathir, may Allah have mercy upon him, said in his interpretation of this verse that this noble verse informs of the death for all the people. That is, because no one remains except that they will die, and only the ever-living, the self-sustaining, will remain. It is incumbent upon the believer to be prepared for this hour, upon which depends his eternal destiny and future life. For a person will be resurrected upon what he passed upon, and deeds are gauged by how they conclude. We ask Allah Almighty to make us among those who turn to Him and repent to Him during the day and the night, and to make, make us among those who delight Him with our repentance and those with whom He is pleased. Indeed, Allah is all hearing answering. Hada wa salatu salam ala Rasulillah.